This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two if you count the cows. Visit kendallhyde.com slash madcast and use the promo code madcast to receive 15% off your order. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. The only debate show where I argue both sides of an issue and you decide which side is more persuasive. I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Sean... The audio engineer. Hello, Maddox. Welcome back. Rucka Rucka Ali, back in the studio. That uh, Nirvana song, whatever that is, is kind of loud. <laughs> it's not Nirvana. Bring it down. It is not alternative. And today, this week, special guest, Taylor Nikolai. Taylor, welcome to the studio. First time. I, I cannot believe you mispronounced my name in the intro. <laughs> Wait, how do you pronounce your name? It's like Nikolai. Like, That's how he said it. No, you said like Nikolai. Okay, Rucka, as the deputy moderator, this is the first time you, you your first chance to to buzz. Or, <laughs> it's, it's Nikolai. Did you bring this guy on here just to humiliate him? Yeah, apparently so far. Uh, but Taylor, you are a social media expert, and I don't use that word lightly, that phrase lightly, because you're one of the few people I've ever met who I would legitimately call a social media expert. You, it is your job to be on social media and to create brands. Isn't that right? Yeah, no, I'm technically evil. Technically evil. Well, you you have a huge resume. Uh, you've been mentioned in Forbes, USA Today, New York Magazine, Wired, Business Insider. It goes on and on. Uh, you you have a total Twitter reach of how many people? Uh, 6.2 million. 6.2 million. That is incredible. And so this is your this is your job. This is your livelihood. Yeah. How, is, how long have you been doing this full time? I've been doing this uh, since I couldn't find a job after college in 2010. Okay, so six years. Yeah, 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 six years now. And uh, and right now, your your biggest uh, your biggest influence is what on Snapchat, isn't that right? Um, no, I mean like so. My biggest reach is Twitter, but like Snapchat is my biggest focus right now. So, um, in terms of like utilizing myself as like a brand, Snapchat is the the place that I'm doing that the most. Pretty incredible. Uh, if you guys. I haven't checked out Snapchat. I, I started doing Snapchat, actually. I think Taylor... You do terrible me. Snapchats. What's I think they're, they're pretty great. My reach? Uh, to two or three hundred million right now. Awesome. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, that's Basically pretty good. the yeah. entire United States. Yeah. yeah that, well, it's, you know, it's mostly China. Oh, okay. Yeah, mostly Chinese. About two-thirds of that is Chinese. Glad they finally lifted their internet uh, ban or whatever they had. Oh, I've subverted it. Oh. I've, I've circumvented it with Snapchat. You're that's still not allowed in Apple stores there, though. No, no. I'm still banned in Apple stores in China. Yeah. I'm allowed in the country banned in the stores. Mm-hmm. That's... They're more, they're more, they're more fashion. Actually, that's true. I think in in Apple stores in China. Oh yeah, any Chinese listeners right now, which is you know the two three hundred million who are following me on Snapchat, go to an Apple store in China. I'm curious if because I can go to China. My website's not blocked in China, but in an Apple store in China, I may be. Right. Uh huh. Anyway, moving on, guys. So, last week we had the debate. Uh, the Virginia Supreme Court recently ruled that the governor doesn't have the right to restore voting for ex-offenders. So the question was. Should ex-offenders have the right to vote? Yes or no? Before listening to the debate, 81% said yes. And after listening to the debate, 72%. 72% said yes. So the needle moved. It did. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Were we arguing ex-offenders or ex-felons last week? What's the difference? Oh, not all crime is a felony. Okay, ex-felons. Because you fucked this up. <laughs> I did get I did get some criticisms about that. Yes. Some people did say I uh-huh. fucked it up. Yeah. I disagree. 
You guys knew what I meant. I said felons in the episode. Oh, yeah, but they're supposed to vote before the episode, man. Yeah, okay. All right, you know what, Sean? That's as much as I've ever seen him walk anything back. Hey, hey, I'm I'm, I'm pissed off already. Uh This episode is so fresh. It's brought to you by the truth. (laughs) Not not anything you're saying, Sean. Okay, you, you know what, guys? Here's the thing, all right? If I said ex offenders and we're talking about the right to vote, don't be a moron. You know that they're not going to revoke the right to vote for all ex offenders. You know, you know, I meant felons. Don't be dicks about you it. You need what? to state don't. clearly what you're talking about, and that's on you. Well, here's what I here, how about this, Rucka? Yeah. Here's what I truly believe. Yes, I think that ex offenders should have the right <laughs> to vote. <laughs> I, I had a caller who left a voicemail, uh, Steve from Tallahassee. He says, Permanent punishment is something that uh, that can cause people, prisoners, to not have any incentive to reform. So, for example, uh, didn't we talk about how if you did something really bad as a kid, your parents could take away your right to watch TV forever? Well, yeah. We talked about how that wouldn't really be fair, I think. Yeah, that wouldn't be fair. And it would be a disincentive for for anyone t- who's being punished to ever reform. No, it makes sense if you're behind the eight ball anyway for yeah. your entire life. Yeah. Uh, here's my proposal, okay? Because I'm a genius— uh, Taylor, Rucka, you guys know this. I'm a genius. And and I came up with a solution. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, Rucka. Already shitting on shitting on your magnanimous host already. Mm-hmm. Here's what here's the solution, okay? Reinstate the right to vote three years after the release upon good behavior. How about that? Huh? Because then suddenly you've incentivized good behavior so they can return to becoming Productive members of society. So you want to take something that's already done on a state-by-state basis and then make it more black and white nationally? Yeah. Okay. Is that already done on a state-by-state basis? Yeah, we, we went over this last week. Oh, you mean case-by-case basis? No, state-by-state basis. States is, states already have this solution, Sean? Are they you sure? They have different solutions. We talked about okay. this. Okay, you know what? We're going to fact check this, but moving on. Oh. I, uh, I think, uh, speaking of all that... Uh, punishing kids i think this show might reach a younger audience if instead of talking about boring shit like felons voting (laughs) talk about is it fair that your parents you know took away your your tv time and how much homework is the right amount like you know topics like that would be good to debate and would reach a younger (laughs) audience ask the social media guy he knows what's good content uh you should only be talking about pokemon oh we did a couple episodes uh, taylor a couple episodes ago and I, I trolled the audience. I said that a haunter evolves into a coughing. And I got so many corrections about that. The most corrections I've ever received on the show about anything. But uh, so what's your take on Pokemon Go, Taylor? Uh, okay, so I think, well, here's what I think about Pokemon Go. It's awesome in the sense that, yes. like, it's augmented reality introduced to the public. Correct. Um, All right. That being said, it's not going to be something that people are playing for lo- much longer, like okay. it, it, it's it's a repetitive. Right, you're you're, you're it, we're done. We're done with that opinion. That's a <laughs> shit. That's a shit opinion. I disagree with everything you just said, except for the first part. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> moving, moving on. I want to make guys. I have a big announcement to make. Uh, I witnessed the start of a race war. Yeah, right on my street, right in front of my house. I, I witnessed the start what, of a race war. Was it between ants? No, it was between a black guy and a Mexican dude. Oh. So these these two oh. <laughs> these two Mexican guys are in a truck, right? And they're trying to unload a refrigerator uh, to deliver to someone's house. And this this black guy pulls up behind them and starts losing his mind. And he starts he starts cussing these guys out and say, saying, "Who are you? The the mayor of the street? Listen to this. Here's a clip. I brought the the entire clip in. You you guys will like this." Hey man, what? 
Call them a, pu- a punto. Call them maricon. Maricon. Is, what is that? What is maricon? Fag. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. Here's it goes on. It gets better. Sounds like. People a bad name, man. Yeah. What's this? People a bad name. How about that? He said, You're giving your people a bad name. How about that? <laughs> good, good, good rebuttal. Were they just blocking the whole street? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, it's not a could, could he have gotten around? He could have gone, he could have gone around the block, okay. but uh, he just sat there honking his horn. Yeah, here's here's the here's the conclusion to this. Okay, so at this point, they have finally moved the truck, and he's and the and the Mexican guy's like, "All right, go, get out of here." He goes, "Make me go, cuz, make me yeah, go." Yeah. So now, now he's just blo- now he's blocking the street. Listen to this. Understand it, he said, "See how God brought me another black person here. He might get out here and fight me with you, Jesus or fight you with Christ. me." Yeah. Uh so wow, fun. Yeah. Just a just a normal day on my street. The start of a race war. Nice. The only thing that would have been better is if your crazy neighbor came out. Oh, that, I was surprised she didn't. Oh, that was the one time in her fucking life she stayed inside. That would have been phenomenal. All the commotion and and during the middle of that, I don't know if you guys heard. You might want to rewind, but uh, someone someone else on the street told both of them to shut the fuck up. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, that was a different person. Yeah, it was a different person. Uh, yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> that was God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a day uh, you chose to bring in the uh, family-friendly social media influence. influence. <laughs> <laughs> you must yeah. have a lot to say about this. <laughs> any any words on that uh, clip, Taylor? Uh, we all have a lot of differences. There you go. Yes. That's, that is true. That's true. Family-friendly opinion. Yeah. Uh, Guys, again, uh, I posted this on the website last time. I posted a survey. Uh, Take the survey. It's just a few questions. It'll really help us out uh, for the sponsors. But moving on, I have voicemail. Listen to this. I got some voicemail this week. God damn it, Maddox, you stupid fucking cunt. (laughs) Being a writer evolves into writing a book. Hurry up. I'm trying to give you my money. (laughs) Hey. All right. Uh, it's kind of a that's kind of a limp dick compliment, I guess. 
half a compliment. He's, t- he's calling me an idiot and an asshole, but he wants to give me money. What he means to say is books are kind of a thing of the past. I think Snapchat stories are kind of where it's at now. Why don't you just kind of focus on that for a little while? Well, I tried, but Taylor says my snaps are terrible, apparently. Yeah. I, Taylor, you- what, what's a, what makes a good snap? I think my, my snaps are great. Um, y- y- your snaps are garbage. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, just basic stuff you don't do. Like you have your camera from below, so we get to see your, you know, your chin fat. My like, not my nostrils. Yeah. yeah. Um, see we, right up into his brain. Yeah. It's you, mighty. You're, you're not telling. You, it's called a Snapchat story because you're supposed to be telling a story. If anything, <laughs> it's just fragments of yeah. like instances. Fragments of a story. Pretty good. But it's not cohesive in any way. Yeah, that's like that's the way I like to tell a story, Taylor. I like to tell little bits and pieces, just the best parts. Boom, here are the highlights. Yeah, he's a writer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm concise. That's what I do. I edit. I edit everything. I edit my Snapchats. There you go. So, any other any other tips uh, for for future people who are interested in Snapchat? Because I I think that do everything I'm doing. So take take pictures from below, so you you get the chin fat, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then the nostrils. Uh, well, I mean, at least you don't do what a lot of people do is uh, taking any sort of Snapchat in their car, singing along to songs, oh, which is just terrible. Uh, I also hate when anybody uses any one of the lenses. Like, the lenses are cool, like, to do with your friends, but don't put them on your story. I hate mm. them. Uh, that, it's, but also, to be fair, you probably get thousands and thousands of people snapping at you all the time. So they're Every probably day. using, yeah, you're, they're probably using the lenses a lot. I get so many penises. Do you really? Every day. Wow. Wow. Step your game up, Maddox. Yeah. You're I missing get, out. No, I'm not. I'm good. I'm good. Mm. Boobs for me. Anyway, here's another voicemail. Hey, Maddox, on the Armenian Minute, could you please <laughs> talk about why Armenians are so cheap? I mean, what? who has to sell a rubber band to make any profit? Come yeah, on. it's a brilliant business decision, guys. I was selling rubber bands at Comic-Con a couple of episodes ago, Taylor, and because I, I was giving away free, free posters, and my whole uh, hustle was that you gotta buy the rubber bands. Or take the poster and walk around like a fucking idiot around Comic-Con. That's your choice. And that was the Armenian Minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got more, Raka. Listen to this one. Oh, this one's actually for Sean. Oh, good. Yeah. Buongiorno, my name is Alfredo, uh. and I have a question for Sean. <laughs> How do you eat the pasta with the tomato sauce without spilling it everywhere? My parents, <laughs> I mean my roommates, always giving me shit for spilling tomato sauce all over the apartment. Also, my t-shirt size is large. Okay. That is an American small. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the translation. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sean. So, how do you eat, eat your spaghetti sauce without spilling it everywhere? You lean over the plate, huh? L- lean over the. Let me write this. Lean over the plate. That's a good tip. Thank you, Sean. That's You're a welcome. Real, that's an authentic uh, Italiano tip. Takes a quarter Italian to get you that info. Or sit at a fucking table. I bet nobody listening to this podcast owns a table. I bet they all <laughs> sit and watch TV with a bowl in their fucking lap. Yeah, that's smart. Tables are stupid. All right. I got another voicemail. This, so I, I think this is the same guy, but it's an Armenian. I, I don't know. Tell me, tell me what you guys think. Hello, this is Arma, the Armenian. I have <laughs> tips for Armenian members. So you are at the club and you are dancing. You do the finger snap thing in the air. Yeah. If you add half twist to your arm, you get much more power for your snap. Hmm. And don't forget, always wear a reflective shirt. You always look glowing in the pictures. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> So, okay. so apparently, I was waiting for these these accents to come in, and apparently, people think Armenians just sound like Borat. 
it, like a mix between an Italian and Borat. It did sound Italian, didn't it? Yeah, because it was the Especially same in fucking, the beginning. It was yeah. the same guy. <laughs> yeah, because the vast differences between Kazakhstan and Armenia are, I mean, most of us had to study that like up until third grade to to even move past that. Yeah, Raka, there is a difference. Yeah. You know, there is a difference yeah, between everybody, Kazakhstan. Everybody knows. Every, everybody has that shit memorized. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Get a fucking map, idiots. You know what? There's It's it's Google Maps. Pull up on your phone and just type in Armenia. You'll find it. Yes. <laughs> all these all these uh, vastly different uh, former Soviet blocks. Taylor, what do you know about Armenians? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. There was, a, there was a genocide. That's all I yeah, know. That's all anyone hey, Maddox, knows. I, I don't know you what be- the genocide was. I just know that there was one. Yeah, it, it's just a state, like a typical genocide. Maddox, you believe in the genocide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, got a, I, got, I got some real funny jokes about that on oh, the Oh, System of a Down. Yeah. yeah that's right. There you there go. Are yeah, they're, uh-huh. they're that. Yep. <laughs> very good. Very good, Taylor. Uh, you know what? Partial credit for that. I'm going to play half a ding for you. There you go. <laughs> Um, here is, uh, here's another voicemail. It's, uh, it's a joke from our French jokester. All right. Hey, you guys know what the difference is between an ex-offender and a sex offender is? One gets sent off free con. The other gets off free of consent. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, right? I'll yeah. give it to him. I like that. <laughs> yeah. make, it makes sense. It's all, all right. it's all in the delivery. Yeah. Yeah, I like his uh I like his it's real deadpan thing. Yeah, very droll. He knew when to pause. He you know, mm-hmm. it's good. No, he nailed it. Yeah. All right, guys. So coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines. But today, my guest moderators, Deputy Moderator Rucka, welcome back. Here's his buzzer noise. And Taylor, here's yours. There it is. There's Taylor's. Now, if I make any mistakes during this debate. If I make a logical contradiction, if I say something you disagree with, or if you just want to call me on something, you can go ahead and feel free to play that buzzer noise. Okay, what What now, Taylor? What? Oh, I thought you wanted me to give an example. No, you already gave the example. Now you're just fucking with me. <laughs> Taylor also has a ding. That's Taylor's ding. No ding for Rucka. All right, moving on. On to the story of the week. Guys, one of the big issues pushed most heavily this election cycle was uh, by now runner-up Bernie Sanders the Democratic candidate who, uh, uh, you know, he, he dropped yeah, yeah, out. We, yeah, we know who he is. You know who Bernie Sanders is, Sean? Uh-huh, yeah. You've, you've been paying attention I to? I have. Okay. He's Italian. Is he? No. Get out. All right. So Bernie Sanders, he one of his platforms was that uh, he, he believed that college tuition should be free. Here's a, here's a clip from Sanders about what he believes. Every person in this country who has the ability should be able to get a college degree regardless of the income of their families, which means, in my view, making public colleges and universities tuition free. Right. So that was from Washington Post. So the question this week is, should college tuition be free? Well, it kind of makes sense because it's pretty much worthless anyway today. A college degree? Yeah. Oh, you think so? Do you have a college degree, Sean? I do not. Mm. Mm. I do not. But Mm. you come out with $100,000 in debt, competing for jobs, it's the new high school diploma. Yeah, I keep hearing about that. I don't know how people graduate with so much debt because i paid for my college tuition yeah out of pocket i don't have a degree i don't have a degree to show you're, for you're it you're close though weren't you close yeah I, i'm one test away from graduating oh got it yeah how about you take the test i have taken the test yeah i, did, I, 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 I happen for him take it till you pass it 
Now, I did. I took it three times, and I thought, you know what? This is a racket because there's a bunch of stuff on the test that they never taught us. It's it's for it's for graduate schools. The teacher hates me. <laughs> they gave us a bunch of stuff on the test. They yeah. Didn't teach why are you us. making excuses? Just fucking go pass the test and get no, your no, goddamn no. degree. No, I'm never gonna do it. I'm never gonna do it because because I think that at this point in my life. The more I accomplish without having graduated, I can technically call myself a dropout. Oh, yeah, you're just a 19th century uh, baron. You're just a fucking industrial fucking mogul over there. He's showing them. With a a third grade education, he went on to become a billionaire. No, just fucking get your degree. You worked so hard and spent so much money to get that shit. No, don't need it. It's just a piece of paper, right? And the listeners would agree. They want to see like a, like a, like a web series or something. Like Maddox goes back to school. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's never happening. You know what? I have the education. I went to college to get an education, and I got one, buddy. How about you, Taylor? Did you you graduated, right? Yeah, I have two bachelors. Two degrees. bachelors. Holy shit! That's two more than I have. What <laughs> what, what, what in? Uh, one is in business with a concentration in marketing management, and another is in journalism with a concentration in advertising. So oh. you're actually using those. Yeah, you're yeah. doing what you're- I couldn't find a job after college, though. I See? You made one, though. You made you made yeah. a career out of uh, out of college. Yeah, but you're certainly using those skill sets. I would think. Yeah. Yes, every single day. Yeah. You should apply those to this podcast. We don't. We don't. Maddox doesn't market. He doesn't give anything away to the listeners. He doesn't fucking <laughs> no. know what he's doing. No, you st- no we're not. Starts the no. show with this song that sounds like something my my metalhead grandparents danced to at their 85th <laughs> wedding anniversary. No. We're not reaching young people. We're not talking about homework and fucking. Uh, uh, being getting grounded and shit that kids want to hear about. All he talks about is fucking politics and stuff that nobody cares about. Yeah, no, yeah. honestly, if there was some some type of clothing that was not given away for money, um, yeah, like something free. <laughs> no, nope. I mean, I'm not. All right, I'm losing control over this fucking whole thing. I I'm supposed to be debating now, you guys. Have the illusion of control over this whole fucking thing. Yeah, this bullshit. By the way, um. <laughs> One lucky listener. No. One lucky listener is getting uh, a free ride at Glendale Community College, <laughs> <laughs> including textbooks. All right. R- Rucka's offering. Enter to win. No. Enter to win. Take the survey. Don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fill Asshole. out the survey. Enter to win. All right, guys. The question this week is, should college tuition be free? <laughs> Can I get to the fucking question of the week? Huh? Should it be free? So this is your chance to vote on the website. I want people to really pay attention to this debate and see if we can change minds. Did you go to college? Do I look like I went to college? Rucka, did, you do look like you went to college. Oh, I uh, I was taking classes. Your monocle and and your top hat make it really obvious you went um, to college. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, or he just bought a railroad. <laughs> yeah. Do Rucka, guys- Rucka does dress like a railroad tycoon. We should mention that because we don't see we don't have cameras in the studio. But Rucka, today you you came wearing a monocle and a top hat. And what about the uh, the little twisty uh, round mustache I've got? Yeah, a villain's yeah. mustache. That's mm-hmm. what you have. The the penguin. Listen, um, so I was going to school. Uh, I really wanted to um, do something with that. But, you know, like, you know, when you're 22 and or 21 or 23 or whatever age I was when I blew up on YouTube and suddenly I had all these opportunities open up for me. It's like I, and I'm sitting there in this classroom full of morons. It's like, who <laughs> wants to fucking hang out with these guys? Just fucking go, go to work. So, no, I never got a degree, but I did take enough community college classes probably to get, like, a Ph.D. Wow, so you guys are a bunch of losers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, you're on our podcast, buddy. We're not on yours. Boom. Oh, hey, there it is. <laughs> he agrees. Uh, but 
I am on your Snapchat story, which may have a combined total reach larger than this podcast audience. So there is that. Um, okay, guys, moving on. The question, again, should college tuition be free? I'm going to say, here's the first argument. I'm going to say that it shouldn't be free. I'm against this concept, and here's why. Why should every person who has the ability to get a college degree be able to get one, right? Having the cognitive ability or desire to get a college degree doesn't entitle you to one. That's like saying if someone has the ability to drive, they should have a car. Well, yeah, but someone's got to pay for it. Where the fuck does that come from? Bernie Sanders' whole whole, whole principle is that. Well, this podcast will be paying for a Nissan. No. Only one. Okay. No one so, No one will be. All right. Go, go finish your thought. I didn't mean to. Oh, yeah. thank you. This is the first time this episode. Guys, here's the thing. Teachers are paid for their profession, right? They spend a lot of time in school learning pedagogical methods to teach students. And it's important. Being able to teach someone isn't just telling them things. You have to be able to communicate in a way that people are responsive to. Uh, you've had good and bad teachers. What's the difference between a good and bad teacher, Sean? They make learning interesting. Yeah. The good ones do. Right. They make learning interesting, and different people learn in different ways. There's some people who learn by example, some people who, who learn just by reciting things and rote memorization and writing things down and hearing things. But, uh, yeah, it, they spend a lot of time learning these methods in schools, and they should be compensated for that. If the state subsidized education, then only the least qualified teachers would make the lowest or free jobs. You know, it's like public defenders. What do you think of public defenders when, when I say that those that phrase? You think a, a pretty mediocre lawyer? Yeah, a mediocre lawyer. With a really bad tie. Yeah. Right? Do we need more teachers who are mediocre with bad ties? That's the question. Is this about, like, the public school system or— well, it would be it would be basically be making universities like public schools. Ah, so you get what you pay for. In other words, basically. when something's free, it, it goes down in quality. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think know, so. I didn't know I had such a coherent uh, voice, like such a. Well, I mean, like that's not necessarily true at all. Like, <laughs> well, give, what, give us he an has example. A coherent voice, or that <laughs> <laughs> the arguments. Okay, no, never mind. No, no, say, say it, Taylor. I want you to finish this. Well, I mean, but public public schools. Like, there are some very good public schools that are universities that are that are completely tuition free. No, 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 no. That's what we're talking about. Though. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. Are there public schools that are that are tuition free that are really high quality? I don't think so. No, UCLA is expensive. Yeah, it's a great public university. It's a public university, but not in the sense that anyone could go to it tuition free. Correct. Right. So tuition, and and by the way, guys, I don't I don't even like to use this word free for when it comes to tuition. Tuition isn't free. Someone is always paying for it. It could potentially bankrupt our government if there isn't a balance between keeping a strong and stable economy and paying for everyone's higher education. I mean, yeah, it's just more free stuff. We, everyone wants it. Yeah. Oh, we should just have free colleges and universities. Great. Who's paying for it? Well, you have to take it from somewhere else if you don't want to raise taxes, right? Yeah, exactly. What, Rucka? You said everyone wants it. I don't want it. You don't want high, You got some higher education in you. I don't. I don't want it. Why? Did why did you go to community college? Um, <laughs> I got arrested for possession of marijuana when I was nineteen or twenty, and I I that night I went home and said I'm going to be a lawyer. So when I'm uh. Like, so I can have the confidence to take on the court system. Did you really? Literally, was that really? True story. You got arrested for weed and you wanted to become a lawyer. A lawyer. I said, I want to have the confidence to never have any fear. Like, not no fear of cops, no fear of judges. I want to know how to take on this system. So Rucka got arrested for a minor pot possession and wanted to become RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, the great, the great attorney RoboCop. Yeah. 
<laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> I, I see his 800 commercial every day. Drop it. I mean the pen on the paper. <laughs> Your hand on the Bible. <laughs> uh-huh. That would be a really good court drama. I think RoboCop, part cop, part trial attorney. Uh-huh. <laughs> so my, my point was not everyone wants an education, right? Right. So this is this thing would just kind of like push. Okay, this is kind of on your side, but it would, it would push people to go to college that have no business being there. No, I agree. That's actually one of my points, Ruck. I want to ma- I want to mention that there's no guarantee students will even appreciate or use the college experience for what it's for. Many students use college as just a vacation from their parents and a, a, as an excuse to party. Why should taxpayers subsidize these dipshits having sex at fraternities with Bud Light? No one has an answer for that. That's because that was a cogent point. No, I'm just seeing you age like 30 years in front of my eyes. Yeah. Uh, no, that's me, buddy. I mean, uh, college education, I don't it I don't think anyone yet is proposing that it covers room and board and food and and you know, Bud Light. Well, all the money that they would have been spending on tuition is going right into Bud Light and condoms. Yeah, but what what's a 19-year-old who's not in college doing with their time? Fucking uh, you know, Getting arrested for weed. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe starting websites, you know? Good, no, uh, that's maybe true, the best yeah. page in the universe, potentially. Maybe that maybe that's what they're doing. Who who knows? Who I mean, who am I to speak? Who knows what the, what these kids are doing? But that's what I was doing. Well, you were probably saving up for a Mercedes. <laughs> Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> Sean with your fucking deep, deep Armenian stereotypes. There it is. That's wow. a deep cut. Low, low blow, Sean. Uh-huh. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's I, always the quiet guys that have that mm-hmm. harbor the most bigotry. Yeah. <laughs> The quiet, the quiet Italians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, I think that the public college system, if it was, you know, free, and I use quotations here, but if it was free, it would be rife with inefficiencies. If higher education is free, some states might have a surplus of students, while others have a deficiency. So now you're paying teachers to sit around talking to empty classrooms like idiots. What, ha- what happens if you have a state, let's say Connecticut, has a bunch of colleges that don't have enough students to fill those those classrooms. If they're be if they're being subsidized by the public, you just have this huge inefficiency. And also, you can it, it opens it up to all sorts of cronyism. Already in government, we have problems with lobbyists and people with special interests. Suddenly, you're going to have that whole that whole system is going to be applied towards education, where you're instead of giving your your buddy a construction contract or uh, a military contract, suddenly now you're doing it for, for your friend who who wants to be a teacher. I'll get my get my buddy a job uh, teaching uh, <laughs> teaching anthropology at Glendale Community College. Yeah, only I can uh, only I have that connection. That's a good job, though. Who the fuck wants that job? Are you kidding me? That's a good. That's a clean job. You just come in there and bullshit about pots and plants for for uh, an hour every when week. When you go back to school to finish your degree, you're going to see what I'm talking about. These these free to cheap community colleges are filled with morons and the people working there are fucking stupid. That's why they don't ha- they're not at a real college. Yeah, but they're making 50 grand a year. What? 30, 40 grand a year? All right. Yeah, that's a good job. That's a better job than say, I don't know, working at uh, at McDonald's. Yeah, no argument. No counter. I'm not hearing a lot of counter arguments from this side. 30, 40 grand a year? I think so. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Wouldn't you do- wouldn't you take that job if you were unemployed, Sean? If I were unemployed, yeah, and then I'd leave as soon as possible to make a livable wage. There you go, and that's that's why the public education. You, you spoiled Sean by paying him ninety to one twenty a year to uh, engineer this show. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why he thinks thirty to forty is so beneath him. But yeah. that's a lot of that's a that's a respectable living. Yeah, not here, not in the coasts. No, that's true. Yeah, you're, like, that's you're true. near poverty level. 
Yeah. 30. Well, what, so what is it, what does a college professor make? I think it's closer to 45, 50. Well, it depends where they're at. If they have tenure, yeah. then they get, they make a shitload of money and they're unfireable. Well, great. You have a bunch of unfireable professors who are just living off of taxpayers for the rest of their lives. And uh, guys, this is the final point I want to make on this side. Letting the government set public curriculum could introduce politics into education. This is kind of what I was talking about. When you have the government uh, able to give their friends free jobs, basically, it's just free money. They just hand their fr- friends, oh, okay, here, now you're a professor. They, this happens especially in California. You have all these, fr- these, these teachers who get jobs. Just because they've worked in the industry and they've sold a couple of screenplays, they get a job. Okay, well, now you can teach the screenwriting class. But they don't necessarily, they, they, don't, they haven't done the homework or the work that it takes to become a teacher and be able to teach effectively in well, class. Well, that's true. And that's why there's certain there are certain uh, schools here where uh, the professors have to be active in the industry or they can't continue to teach. Okay. But even then, that doesn't guarantee that they're going to be a good teacher. What, Rocco? <laughs> oh, you want Spielberg to go teach these fucking losers? Yeah, I mean, Spielberg is very qualified in terms of experience, but we don't know that yeah, he can teach anyone. He's busy. Yeah, the only people who teach, right? What they say, those who yeah. t- can't do teach. Can't do teach, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I don't- and I Those don't, who can't teach, teach That's gym. why. That's why Taylor Nikolai, pronounced Nikolai, by the way, he is here living, you know, living the glamorous life. He's not over there at fucking uh, Burbank High School teaching kids about social media. I actually have been offered, like, teaching gigs. Yeah. Uh, it pays okay for, like, a one-day- class to teach it but yeah. like at the same time i'm a miserable human being why would i be offered that I- exactly he doesn't want to do that so people who are capable are not out there teaching they're actually chasing their dreams well that's the, that's a point in my favor because that 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 right there tells you that we're not going to get the the brightest the best and the brightest teaching classes we're going to get just a bunch of bozos who sold uh you know maybe just a, a short to Sundance, and now they're teaching a class. That's who we're going to get. And you're going to get those jobs handed down to them from some crony boyfriend in the government. That's what's going to happen. Have you sold a short to Sundance? I have not, and that's oh. why I'm not teaching. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but guys, uh, this this is the last point I want to make. Uh, they could be pressured to force certain issues onto a curriculum or omit others that aren't so popular. It could force people to teach things that are against their religious beliefs. And that's a huge problem, especially with smaller states, because they might not want to teach... Whatever, you know, goofy thing that the majority of the U.S. has agreed upon. Uh, but still, it, it could be against their, their personal beliefs. Like, we, we shouldn't force the Amish to teach evolution if they don't want to. We should— well, I'll think of something to say about the Amish in a minute, but <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is forcing uh, people to teach against their conscience have to do with it being free or not? Yeah, I was going to say, the public schools exist already. See, this is what he does. He just goes off on these tangents. Okay. You know what? You guys are all here. There's one for Rucka. There's one for you, Taylor. You're saying because of where the money comes from? Yes. If the if the money is coming from the federal government, you don't get a choice in what you get to teach anymore. They set a curriculum. They say, Would hey. it be the federal government or state government? Well, well, why not get rid of elementary schools then? What are you talking about? Like, that logic goes to every public institution. Well, yeah, elementary schools work, though. We have that as an example. But elementary schools also aren't as costly as, as higher education. Maybe the guy's uh, paving the roads. You know, the government pays for roads. Maybe yeah. the guy paving the road doesn't want to pave it to lead to a place he disagrees with, like the Church of uh, <laughs> Armenian uh, 
it's just whatever people. you guys do. Armenian people is yeah. the word. <laughs> the church yeah. of Armenian church people. Of Armenian. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the name of your church. <laughs> yeah, you just, people always turn into the wrong lot. They just turn into like the Mercedes car okay. dealerships. <laughs> the fuck Wait, don't, don't they share a parking lot? <laughs> Yeah, I need to just go in and have the bad coffee that's been sitting there for three hours and you know talk I, a little religion. I don't even get that reference. Sean. Show each other's is uh, there like gold a, Wiki- chains. a Wikipedia page on Armenian stereotypes? I should just have out to no. be like on the show no. in the future. Taylor, just listen to five minutes of the show. You'll be full. You'll be full. You'll get your fill real quick. Just hang around with Maddox for a day. All right, garbage. These are garbage stereotypes. Garbage friends. What Taylor? I see you, Taylor. I see you giggling over there. What? So I typed Armenian stereotypes into Google, and the top link is, why is it okay to hate Armenians? <laughs> why is that? <laughs> it's not okay to hate Armenians. Who made? Nobody said it was okay. This Google a- said it was okay. Okay, yeah. well, it's not. Google. No, nobody it, said it's not okay. No, I'm saying it's well, not you're okay. you're Armenian. <laughs> Obviously, you don't like people hating Armenians. Yeah. But, like, who else? thinks it's not okay nobody thinks it's not okay wait nobody thinks it's okay All you right, know what yeah. this is bullshit what do you think those guys in the street think of armenians i think they think that armenians are cool dudes oh cool yeah i, I bet that guy's half armenian too he's half mexican half armenian and and he's uh he's black yeah so that's the uh that's the formula that's how you win right. any kind of race argument you are that everything that race yeah, yeah. you yeah. are part that race uh-huh. yeah tell me about it yeah what part what what <laughs> part are you rucka all anyway. of it Anyway, guys, uh, so that's uh, that concludes that side of the debate. I just wanted to end on that point. Free tuition isn't free. Someone's still paying for it. But if they were sponsored by Kendall and Hyde, they might be 15% off. Guys, this episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two if you count the cows. All right, I have here one of Kendall and Hyde's boots that they sent me. Taylor, I want you to take a look at the sole on this thing. It's Goodyear welted tire. I'll tell you what, man. You can skimp on a lot of things, and yeah. it doesn't make much of a difference. But shoes, I found, are not one of them. No, you're walking around in them all day, yeah. every day. Good you're- shoes and boots last way longer. That is rated for 30,000 miles. It feels like it should be illegal to have a shoe this good. Right? Shoes so good, they should be illegal. That you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch that to Kendall and Hyde. Maybe we'll go. use that. I uh, my first instinct is to say that you probably have a very large penis. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Hey there. Now that's an endorsement. Uh huh. Thank you. Not just an endorsement for Kendall and Hyde, but yours truly, Maddox. Ladies, are you listening? Because it's a it's a large boot. It's a large and boot. L- large um, feet. A lot of people associate that with length of no no yeah we no we get we got that i think we got that right but he has to wear six pairs of socks with those (laughs) shut up sean guys the boot i have is the goodyear welted brogue black that's the one on the website you can go check it out yourself it's beautiful other leather products are deeper and inferior cuts of hide usually resurface to look like they include the grain when they don't so check it out guys Thank you to Kendall and Hyde, sincerely, for supporting the show and the listeners for supporting the show. It's 15% off with the code MADCAST, M-A-D-C-A-S-T. It's a great deal. Thank you for supporting the show, guys. But now it's time for the other side of the debate. I think that free tuition is a good idea. Yeah, here's why. Listen to this. Education is the bedrock of society. Do I need to say anything more? Yeah. Well, you probably should. We're <laughs> running a little short on time. Are we really? How's yeah, it? I mean, you know. Oh, shit. Probably shouldn't right. end it after 45 minutes. Yeah, okay. Go ahead and argue. Yeah, so education is the bedrock of society. Uh, higher education should be a fundamental right. 
because it encourages critical thinking and exposes us to new ideas and prepares us to be functional citizens rather than morons. Now, Rucka, you said that your community college was full of morons. Yeah, just the dumbest people I've met in my life. The dumbest people. The dumbest people who, sh- who had no business in that classroom. Would you say that those people had higher education? No, the answer what? is no. Yeah, yeah, I'm buzzing you. You're, th- you're thinking too long. I don't know what you're asking me. They were at a community college, and they yeah. were high. Yeah, they were high. They couldn't well, wait to. They couldn't wait to stop at fucking Arby's on the way home and just go fucking pat themselves on the back. Okay, so I went. I took three classes at a community college during the summers because I majored in two things, and I tried to force them into four years. I think the summer community classes were actually full of a lot of really ambitious people, and the teachers really saw that and engaged with the the you know the the people a lot more. Um, so I, I would say that in my summer community college classes, the, the, the people were really ambitious and really wanted to, to be learning. I saw people taking four different classes in the same day, and in summer, that's like a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah, so to be fair, though, Taylor, on that point, you do have those ambitious students, and then you also have those people who come in uh, fresh off getting, <laughs> getting a misdemeanor for pot possession, wanting to be RoboCop trial lawyer. In the summer, though, like I don't know, was it summertime, Rucka? When you I, went? No, I was there every season, <laughs> <laughs> working hard at that law degree. Yeah. <laughs> Based on, I, I can imagine you two just being so pissed off and just reading a low a, a, a law a law book when you come home, <laughs> sitting sitting under the covers of the flashlight in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anybody finds out, yeah, I'm gonna get them. Anyway. Guys, uh, I think that uh, people who don't have that education are not the most fully capable or ready people of society. And yeah, I don't have the degree, but I have the education. Democracy can't exist without a well-educated populace. Now, here's a a point I really want to drive home. I want you guys to think about this. Start at the lowest level of education, which is illiteracy, right? If you're illiterate, you you don't know how to read. Illiterate people can't vote because even if they mark the paper or this, you know, touch a button on the screen, they can't affect change in any meaningful way because they don't even know what the fuck they're voting for. What? The kids at these community colleges can't read either. And by <laughs> the way, it's, I, I'm shitting on community colleges, but go to a, you know, state college, whatever, they can't fucking read. Fucking graduates can't fucking send you an email with, like, the word your or their used properly. Well, and these people understand speech. They can watch the news. Well, understanding speech, uh, understanding words is different than understanding the meaning or the message that's being tried to that they're trying to communicate to you. Yeah, I know it can be spun, but they there's... don't pick up subtext. Here's here's a perfect example of that, Sean. I was once talking to this girl who uh, had huge boobs, and she was sending me pictures of her boobs. I'm like, oh, cool, it's on. This chick's cool. Mm. I, I I like I like that. And I was talking to, her, and we just started, you know, having a chat, and we were going to go on a date. And at one point. I was telling her about a discussion I had with a friend, and I said, "Well, my argument was this." And she goes, "Oh, well, why? Why were you guys? Why were you guys having an argument?" I, sa- I said, "Oh, uh, no, no, that was my argument." And she goes, "Yeah, wh- what were you guys arguing about?" And she, it took me a little while, but I realized slowly that this woman didn't understand that an argument is not always necessarily mm-hmm. a quarrel. Yeah. So the girl sending you pictures of her tits is your sample. <laughs> In this uh, survey. Yeah, Rucka. Problem with that? 
Guess not. Yeah, didn't think so. <laughs> anyway, there are people. So she understood the, what, what what the word argument meant in some context. But you you lose a lot. There's a lot that can be lost on people. Sarcasm. I say I tell jokes sometimes. I go completely over. Yeah, people's but heads. if she read that, do you think she would have? If she, she read did a read transcript it. of your. Oh, you were texting. This was this was online. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we're having a chat online. Got it. Yeah, how do you think she's showing me pictures of her boobs? She's not sitting here with her phone. Right, pulling, right, right. No, pulling. I thought you got together with her later. And <laughs> Oh, no, I, I I, canceled that. Oh, to, who knows if it was even a girl or just some guy sending you pictures of tits. No, it was it was a girl, Rucka. It was a girl for sure. All right. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, even if someone has a basic level of literacy, they need to be exposed to intellectual concepts and new ideas that challenge them to think critically about these issues. So even if you you understand speech, you know, supposedly on the news, you're watching a news program, you don't necessarily understand what they're saying or the full implications of it if you don't have that higher education, I think. Being able to tie your shoelaces and read is not requisite to be a functional member, a, a productive member of society, I think. You need to do you need to do a little bit more legwork if you want to be fully if you want to fully participate in our political system. Well, Taylor, you disagree? No, I'm just thinking about uh, I'm thinking about uh, college and and classes in general being an outdated system of teaching individuals and like the even yeah. even the investment of the government to a degree to subsidize the entire process seems to be subsidizing an outdated platform to even educate educating people. Well, what's going to take its place? Um, gamification will take its place. Uh, what does that explain? That a g- gamification in a lot of different ways. Um, so like right now you're seeing with Pokemon Go the gamification of exercise so you're rewarding exercise through different ways um it's like if the government found ways to subsidize um exercise that like the the health benefits on a societal basis are huge for that if you could find ways to gamify education um you you develop point systems and make people want to learn as opposed to feel like they have to learn that's the way of the future and like uh, especially when you involve VR to a high degree like the, there's the, the the whole process of learning um is going to become more individualized but at the same time the competition on an individual level will lead to like large scale learning i think you're exactly right yeah I, i'll I, give I, you a ding for that goes, taylor it, yeah it's great and it's it not a bad idea to, i'm always right it, excellent <laughs> Well, both of you can't always be right, can you? <laughs> no, it's impossible. Well, it goes back to the old uh, find what you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work. It's You know, I had an uncle who was a uh, recording engineer and a record producer, and he said, you know what, I won't tell the labels. He said, if my living expenses would just be taken care of, I'd do this for free. Huh. Because he loved it. Yeah, I when I when I was a well, programmer. Well, now, now the labels know. You just fucking <laughs> well, he's, gave he's, it away. He's, he's yeah. dead. Oh, <laughs> he's okay. dead now. Well, way right. to fucking give me the blow, nice and easy. Yeah, <laughs> you need it. But he died d- loving it. He sounds yeah. like a fucking magnificent person, and now he's dead. He yeah, could, he right. couldn't be that smart if he's dead. Uh, yeah, he didn't see that one coming. That was yeah, the thing. yeah, that's true. Where are the Egyptians? Huh? Yeah, there are no Egyptians. People think the Egyptians are real fucking smart. How smart are they? They're all fucking dead. Here's the other thing too. Every philosopher, every philosopher is dead. <laughs> what? Every philosopher is dead. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> just wanted to make sure I heard that right. Yeah, every philosopher worth their lick of salt. I thought you were like the philosopher of the of this day and age. You know what, uh, Rucka? I am the last one. I am the last hope for humanity. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit dead inside. Would no. you say? Mm. Yeah, my my heart. You're a spirit hardened. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so so Taylor, back to back to your point about the gamification of education. So basically, you're saying that we should just add 
word problems to Dark Souls. I love how you boil it down into the shittiest possible terms. <laughs> yes. Okay, there you go. I, I'll, I'll do that. I'll still play Dark Souls. In fact, for some people, that, that they may make the game a little bit even harder. Not for me, though. It'd make it easier. Um, guys, here's, here's, a, here's a serious problem, all right? And this, I don't know if the gamification, I don't know, the, the it will probably have limits, Taylor, the gamification of education, because there are certain concepts that at some point you just have to sit down and, and practice and go through, like linear algebra, for example. There's no amount of gamification that's going to make that tedious process of finding eigenvalues any easier or uh, more fun than it is now. It's, it's just an awful process. Yeah, I'm going to... There you go. Good job, Maddox. Um, here's here's a here's a here's an important implication of this whole thing. Paying for education is much less costly than paying for prisons. Uh, here's the thing. I, this is from Education.com. Have you guys seen the movie Waiting for Waiting for Superman? No. Uh, Waiting for Superman is a movie about the education system and how broken it is in America. What a shitty title. Sounds like I know. Waiting for Superman. Yeah. Misleading. Yeah. I don't even want to hear about this movie anymore. Well, now I'm pissed. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, in a very literal sense, you're waiting for Superman that never arrives in this movie. But uh, this is from the movie. It says that there's a direct link between education and crime. In Pennsylvania, for example, 68% of all prisoners are high school dropouts. 68% of all prisoners, I'll, I'll repeat that, are high school dropouts. The average prison sentence of four years costs $132,000. Now multiply the $9,000 a year spent on a student by 13 years in education, and we've spent $117,000. So what would you rather pay for? the education up front, or prisons later. The more educated a populace is, the less likely they're going to be prisoners. So either way, you're going to be paying for it. We might as well be paying for it up front. <sighs> what a world, huh? Either put people through some worthless uh, college or they're going to fucking prison. It's not worthless. I mean, maybe. Here's the no, thing. It's not, it's not worthless. It's no. just, I was making a joke earlier where no. it's, because it's so much harder for college graduates to get jobs than it has been, but... No, you get, I mean, uh, Taylor's using his. Yeah, Taylor is using his indirectly. Both of his degrees. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he'd just be working on, in the fucking factory if not for that college degree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, here's the last point I want to end on here. National standards ensure quality education. So I think it's a good thing if the government stepped in and started paying for tuition because then they could tell these jokers, these these Amish, not to, not to fuck around with creationism, get on board with the evolution train, Buddies, publicly funded school. What? These guys—they don't even fucking go to school. The Amish? Yeah. No, they're yeah, home, they they're homeschooled. No, they, they don't even homeschool. They just no. fucking work on the farm. They have local. They have their little local schools. But it's all in the well, community. They, it's, yeah, it's a community school. It's like your aunt is the teacher, you know. Maybe or or, but the it's not everybody's aunt. There's school. There's like thirty students in there. I've seen Amish schools. Okay. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. <laughs> when have you seen an Amish school <laughs> on TV? <laughs> oh, okay. Like TV dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. Ever heard of TV? That's where I learn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, smart. God bless the public school system. <laughs> Is that because you can't read? <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, Sean. Publicly funded schools tend to be the most open and free of ideological zealots. And that's what we need less of in this world. I ideological zealots. Private schools usually adopt more rigid beliefs and non-standard curriculum like creationism or far-right or far-left beliefs like religious cults or hippy-dippy bullshit that don't believe in grades. You know those schools? They sit around with drum circles. Yeah, that's 
even well, you even UC Santa Cruz got rid of the pass fail thing. Yeah, what what fucking right? yeah. Well, community colleges and fucking every college once you start funding them, they're gonna do away with grades too because they take they let anybody in and they pass everybody and nobody fucking learns anything. Well, I don't think that that's necessarily true, Rucka. Just because you you have a bad grade doesn't necessarily that doesn't mean you didn't learn anything. No, everyone gets a good grade. Yeah, they again. pass everybody. They just yeah. want to push you through, and it looks like you're a better fucking school because everyone graduated. In, pu- in public school? In elementary school? At, pu- fucking no, I know public school, true. fucking community college, fucking regular state school. There's probably like five schools left where you actually have to fucking apply No, yourself. that's true now. They don't hold kids back. I just found that out recently. I was shocked. Well, it's because of No Child Left Behind, largely. That was an, that was a, an education system put in place, I believe, in the second Bush administration. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah, and what it did is it tied the amount of funding a school received to the performance of their students. So now- Based teachers, on tests. Based on tests, correct. And so now that, gave, that incentivized teachers to just pass everyone. Because if they're-, if they're Funding depends on it. They don't give a shit if, you're, if your low-life student isn't doing homework. They're going to try to pass them. And there was a big scandal in, in Texas and Georgia where they found the teachers were standing behind the students, giving them answers, like tapping their toes or nodding when, when the student's pencil was near the correct answer. They found this huge scandal, and they, and they found that upwards of uh, thousands of students' grades might be invalid because they, they uh, graduated with these scams. Yeah. What just as a community college dropout, um, yeah, I realize some people are going to say this guy has no business commenting on, you know, how stupid you have to be to graduate college or to go to a real one. And I hear that, and I have no retort for that. Hey. So, beat you to the punch. There we go. Let's <laughs> carry on, shall we? All right. Well, that's it. That's it for that side of the debate. I, I like you. You missed a very valid point, though. What's that? The the most valid point for having public or um having free college is then I wouldn't get called once a month anymore asking for money from my school. Oh, do they really oh, do that? Yeah. Once a month at least. Yeah. Well, you know what, Taylor? You don't get that call if you drop out. Yeah, uh-huh. you uh, you you're, you're uh, automatically uh, making donations uh, through your tax dollars. Is that how it would work if that's, it was free? That's how it well, would work. Well, then at least I wouldn't have to talk to another human. That's an excellent point. Good point, Taylor. I, I, yeah. All right. I love how like some of the biggest influencers of social media don't like talking to other people. Oh, yeah. You know what, though, Sean? I get that. I think me, Taylor, and Rucka in this room, more than anyone, really understand that because having done this, I've, do- I've been doing this for about 19 years now, and I have in my inbox today over 120,000 unread messages. In my Facebook groups, my Facebook pages for all my different properties, I have over, th- uh, you know, three, four, five thousand me- unread messages. I constantly get text messages and voicemails, and I have to constantly communicate with people uh, on Google Hangouts and all these different formats. So, as as creators, that's all we do, and phone calls are just one more le- layer of annoyance because we can't be doing anything else except being on that phone call. Isn't that right, Taylor? What would yeah, you say? Yeah, if I sat 24 hours a day and never moved from my computer, I still could not answer every single thing yeah. that was sent to me. Right. Yeah. Well, Taylor is a creator, I would say. He, he creates stuff. You you kind of talk about your book. and okay. <laughs> Moving on. Here are some headlines from around the world. Uh, this is, I just have a couple here. This is, a, this is a story from last week. A mom was accused of putting her kids, ages three and five, in the trunk of her Corvette. Now, I, I read that story and I, I laughed. I said, well, what's the story? What's the big deal? 
Isn't that what you do with kids? You just put them in your trunk of your Corvette? Apparently, people have a big problem with this. This is the, from this news story. It's from uh, cron4.com. A Pennsylvania mother is accused of stuffing her children, ages three and five, into the trunk of her red Corvette and then driving around town. Hanover Borough Police pulled over the two-seat sports car on July 10th after getting a 911 call from a person who saw someone placing two children in the car's trunk. Authorities say the mother, 29-year-old Jessica Rieger, was in the passenger seat. She faces two misdemeanor charges of endangering the welfare of children and recklessly endangering another person. So she put them in there to tote them around because it's a two-seat car. Yeah, it's a two-seat car. I haven't checked out, like, the latest vets, but vets traditionally haven't really had a trunk. They're more, it's more like a interesting know, how like the a fastback with a glass thing where it's you, kind of open to the car. I've noticed uh, the Italian guy rushes to the defense of the person putting people in the trunk. Uh, yeah, very good, very good. What's very good? That's very good. I get your mob reference. What mob reference? This uh, lady put children know. in the trunk. I'm trying to. Well, I'm trying to picture trunk, it. Trying to picture it. It's not like a slam lid trunk, you know, that's like, Yeah, it, it, yeah, whatever. It's I don't be, know, maybe it is now. Well, here's the here's the interesting thing about this story other than the whole thing. Uh the mom is a total babe. Guys, I brought a picture Ooh. of her. Tell me tell me if you don't think she's a stone fox. Look at this picture. I'm going to post this on the web. Taylor, I I just can't believe you printed it out in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> sure, whatever. You get the idea. She's a stone fox. Rucka. Uh, she's one of these ladies, you look at her and you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh, she's got kids. And it's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but, Sean, come, give me, give me this, right? Yeah, she looks hot. I yeah, feel like it's, it, it, there's something Smiling. about, the, yeah, there's something about someone who smiles in their mugshot that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. It's cool. It's like. Momentary inconvenience. It's like game on court system. <laughs> yeah. She has she I just noticed she has two tattoos on her knuckles. One oh. on on her right knuckles it says fear and on the left one it says life. I think fear life or love. It's probably fear, love. love. Yeah, fear love. And that's yeah. that's who you're putting through uh, college. I would like to see studies on if it would be safer to ride in the trunk of a vehicle in an accident versus sitting in one of the seats with no seatbelt on. What if you get rear-ended? Oh man. Yeah. Mhm. Or T-boned. How about that? What if yeah. you have a heart attack? What if you have cancer? Yeah. What if uh, you're sitting in the in the uh, back seat and you start to get a little bit car sick and you don't want to live anymore, so you fucking pull out your magnum and put it to your fucking temple? How about that? These are all possibilities, guys. These are all good possibilities. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that you guys contributed to this. A story. lot of ways you can die in a car. All right. One more. Uh, one more headline here. Uh, this is from. This just happened actually last week. Railing, a railing collapsed at a Snoop Dogg concert, injuring 42 people. Did you guys hear about hmm. this? This is from LA Times. The collapse occurred as the rappers were gesturing to fans to come toward the small stage, officials said. The people rushed towards the railing as it collapsed. Oh, they lured them right in. Yeah. Snoop Dogg was, was, was literally calling people towards the stage. One person remained hospitalized, and engineers were trying to figure out what happened at Camden's BB&T Pavilion, an outdoor venue with an indoor seating section and open lawn seating. So wait, wait, wait. I got to picture this. There yeah. was a railing in front of the stage, so they couldn't get too close, but he wanted them all up there? Yeah, he, he ushered them towards the stage. And then they all, it was like a stampede thing and the railing collapsed and people like spilled over. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. But it says here, the partition separating the lawn from a secondary stage set up at the rear of the seating section collapsed around 1030 on Friday. 
causing people to fall roughly 10 feet onto the concrete below. Oh, okay. I, I think Snoop Dogg should be charged for that. You really think so? Yeah. What's I feel your- like in the same sense that Limp Bizkit was charged uh, when they had a death, I think it was in Australia, when they uh, too many people rushed and they had to slow down the music and someone actually died during that. Like, it's inciting a riot, essentially. And you're going to cause a lot of issues by inciting people to push. It's mob mentality. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think, that, yeah, there has been lawsuits. But, like you said, still- but sometimes it happens without them doing it, too. There's just this... And people, it's crazy how people act when everybody surges forward. It's like this panic sets in like a like a herd animal. It happened in an ACDC concert, I know, where several people got killed. They weren't charged with anything because they didn't incite it, but it well, can kind of happen. How culpable is Snoop Dogg versus, say, the engineers who didn't design this thing to handle a, a, a stampede? I mean, it's a concert. You imagine everyone... I'm going to assume if I'm making a concert, especially in somewhere in the Midwest or something, it's just going to be a stampede of big people who are just rushing the stage at all times. Uh, so I went to see Rage Against the Machine once, and I, I was on the floor, and I felt okay until the lights went dark and thousands of people jumped onto the floor. Mm. And so the, the crowd was actually way too crowded. Like, even just when the music wasn't playing, you couldn't move. And um, if they would have said everyone pushed forward, I like, I would have died. Like... I, I can understand that I'm also a small guy. So like, like it's a much more palpable f- fear for me, but like, that's a terrifying thing. I don't go to concerts anymore because of that. And if they're, if the person on stage is going to incite people to rush forward and increase that, that push. Oh, it's irresponsible. Yeah. This podcast actually could be charged if people like listening to the beginning of the show start to mosh and like push people in the in the room or or something. Somebody can get hurt because of that violent music you play at the beginning it's, of your uh, little show. You know what? It's cool as shit, Rucka. And I've been to a Slayer concert and I had no problem. I've heard that at Slayer shows, you've got people like moshing out in the fucking out the door. Yeah. Just like anywhere you go, you can get punched in the fucking head. Yeah, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. You're waiting in line for a beer and a pretzel and you get fucking mouthful of fist. That's how you know you're at a real concert and you're alive. When you're getting fisted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more jokes. It's, it's kind of funny. Anyway, guys, <laughs> that's our show this week. The voicemail number is on the website. Don't forget to vote after the episode. Thank you, Rucka, deputy moderator, and first time on the show, Taylor Nikolai. You said Nikolai again. Nikolai. That's what I said. Thank you, Sean. And most of all... You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I was just calling to say hi. Um, I forgot to mention in my last message that uh, I'm totally looking forward to the Sean Italian Spaghetti Mixer Delio next month. <laughs> I think it's going to be a real hoot. I'll bring uh, my famous recipe for Italian margaritas. Uh, yeah, love the podcast. Um, thanks. Italian margaritas. He's talking mean? about the, the pizza or the it can't be the drink. The margarita is a, a Mexican drink. I thought Italian margaritas. Is it like is that like marinara sauce? Marinara and, sauce. And, I think that's what he means. Yeah, and grappa or something. Yeah, that's uh, that's persistent Lumberg. I've called that guy persistent Lumberg. He's been calling in <laughs> week after week. He sounds like Lumberg from Office Space. And we're looking forward to. All right, here's another one. Hello, my dogs. I'm hugest bet of universe. Welcome to your Armenian minute. I am Armenian, and this is how I talk. This is how all Armenians... Oh, and the, the call cut off. Not only is his shitty, his shitty accent, but he's also the douchebag of the week. Well, uh-huh. you guys are known for uh, 
taking out a phone plan, you might not be able to pants. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Wait, that qualified him for the douchebag of the week? Yeah, because not only is he making a shitty Armenian stereotype, his call even dropped out, and he didn't even have the courtesy to call in and finish his racist He joke. didn't call back? No. Oh. Garbage. <laughs>